Welcome, kids, to a special edition of Weberized Update. With me is Margie Sturgeon. Hey. What's going on? All kinds of things. Hey, this is a very special edition. Why is that? Because we are recording right now in our new podcast studio. Brand new podcast studio. It's all complete. We've been working on this for a little while, and uh, we are open for business, people. Open for business. Reserve your time today. This is also very exciting because we have a special guest utilizing this new studio for the first time. First person to use it. And you may remember him. Uh, we uh, we did a uh, we've actually we've done a couple of things with uh, with uh, with our very special guest here, Taylor Stein. Oh, thank you. I was waiting with bated breath <laughs> for you to say my name, so then I could start talking. It took me a little while to get there. That's I okay. There. Yeah, you got there. Because awesome. you know what? I, I, I'm not really a podcaster. That's not true. That's uh, not true. You founded podcasting. Oh, that's true. That, you know what? That's exactly, that's, that's You're a pod true. father. That's right. Go back, check the Weberized feed. You'll see. Mm-hmm. You will know Taylor Stein from a couple different things we've done from um, iTech Radio. Yes, sir. Pod Fathers. We've done that. That's right. You should be listening to that. It's an awesome podcast. We're going to be releasing more here in the near future. You also know him from uh, a podcast that we uh, that we just released a couple of weeks ago. It's called uh, Continental Drift Podcast. Yeah, Continental Drift Music Festival Podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, tell us all about it, man. Uh, it's great. It's a music festival that I started throwing about eight years ago. I think 2012 was the first year. And it's a little music festival in Omaha, Nebraska, or thereabouts, with five to nine bands over the course of an evening, uh, local bands, sometimes regional bands, you know, we, we dabble, and we throw a little party in the park. And this past year, you guys were kind enough to come out and record some podcasting yeah, it was stuff. A good time. Yeah. It was such a great time. We tried something out, so it seemed to work. And from a picnic table in the middle of a park... We managed to put something together. It was awesome. Yeah, I knew you guys could do it. <laughs> well, you did a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I did some of it. Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's teamwork. Taylor Stein, That's teamwork. Was the, Taylor Stein was the host of the podcast. He took all these different bands that he invited out to his festival and uh, did interviews. It was a post-performance interviews. Yeah. Yep. Ones. So the bands played. Then we talked to them afterwards and just brought up various things happening in their worlds. And then we played a track from each one of the bands. And that was pretty awesome just to... Kind of give you a, a taste, a sample of what kind of Nerf Music Festival is all about. So. And everyone should go. And everyone should go to uh, whatever podcast catcher you uh, you utilize. You should listen to it. It's a good time. Good music. Good, time. good bands. Taylor Stein is a great host. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. It's you're just saying that because we co-founded podcasting together. Well, I have to say that. Yeah, you do I'm have to say of, that. I'm, I'm contractually kind of, obligated. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to let you guys know too that um, you know I may live in Minneapolis. But the only place I come to podcast is Weberized. Yes. I come all the way to Omaha or make you guys come all the way to me. But I do, <laughs> either way, Weberized is my only podcasting company. That's a very nice endorsement. You can use that for whatever commercial you need. Uh, yes, we'll I can probably say it even better if you need me to. We'll play the hell out of that. <laughs> Look for that on the internet. Look for that on the internet. (laughs) But the experience of doing that podcast was, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time. When we first started talking about it, it was kind of a conceptual like, well, I don't think we're ready to record the whole thing live and yeah, because that was the that. initially yeah initially, initially when we I wanted talking to about this, yeah we talked about doing it live. We've talked about it in the past, and it just didn't seem like it was going to. That, that wasn't the time to do it. No, not, not no. especially especially not the first time because we weren't exactly sure of the logistics of it all. Right. What 
exactly it entailed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot. I mean, we're the music festival goes from usually two to 10 PM. So that's like, that's a long time. It's a lot of memory cards. It's a lot of memory cards. cards. Yeah. That's a lot of (laughs) live streaming from a satellite, you know, (laughs) however we were going to do it, uh, in the million ways that we tried to come up with. So, I think what we did was a great first step into it fantastic. Yeah. Into, into doing it. And hopefully, you know, we can uh, pull it off again. If the festival continues on, if the festival continues on, well, I hope so every year. I hope so, but you never know (laughs) budgetary restraints and things. Do you know how much disappointment there would be? Dozens of people would be disappointed. Dozens. Dozens. (laughs) Yes. We're talking about it's very popular. It's from what I can tell. I would like to think that your crowd gets bigger every year, doesn't? Don't you think? It, yeah, it has for sure. We uh, when we initially started, I believe three of the bands shared members. It was very incestual <laughs> because we didn't have enough bands to fill the bill. But we knew a lot of people, and we just kind of played and had some fun. And then over the years, it's grown. And I think as people play the festival and then see what it's all about, they realize, oh, this is pretty awesome, and a lot of those bands want to come back, or yeah. you know what have you. So. Um, I do handpick all the bands every year for the festival and uh, it's, it's always a lot of fun. Well, that's grown to the point where a lot of the people uh, uh, some of the bands that you've had in your festival go on to do much larger festivals like Maha. Yeah, usually it has nothing to do with our festival, but the uh, Maha Music Festival in Omaha, Nebraska is one of the better music festivals in the country, I think. Absolutely. And we've had four four bands who've played Continental Drift have also played Maha over the course of our small existence. It's got a lot more to do with the bands who are good and not with Continental Drift Music Festival. But it it goes to show you that they are good people because they'll play for T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good stepping stone to Maha. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to say that. Like, we get you used to what a crowd is not. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get to Maha, you're you, like, there's a good chance... You're going to have a bigger crowd, so you'll be ready for, if for some reason nobody shows up, you know how to play <laughs> to nobody. That's what Continental Drift is. I'm just kidding. That's not true. That's not, it's That's not, true. not true at all. It's not true. <laughs> Every time we go to uh, Continental Drift, we always, take, we always have a good time. Well, good. I'm Fantastic. glad. I meant to bring you guys some shirts. There you I go. left them in Minneapolis. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. And well, we took a we, we, we took a uh, a good portion of swag home with us last time we were in Minneapolis. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah, I <laughs> went from Continental Drift. It's like that's where all my shirts went. <laughs> I'm out of so many sizes. I think we took well. How many did we take? About maybe ten. I don't think it was ten. Was it? it wasn't I, th- I think I got you at least four, maybe. Is that all? I was, was? going to say three or four. Was three that or all? Four. It seemed like it was so much more. <laughs> hey, come up to Minneapolis. Or maybe that was just me. Get a shirt. <laughs> That's reason enough, that's, really. It's reasonable, I think. <laughs> we could see you and, you know. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to, but, but you definitely have to stop by the house just to get your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> What's your address? Mm, <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> but what's your address here? Oh, my at address. At uh, My address here is we are, we are in the uh, Mastercraft building. We're at 111 North 13th Street, suite number 408, Weberized Podcast Productions at the Mastercraft. You can come see us here, book your time, make a podcast. We want to do it for you. You have an idea. You have a story to tell. You have something to say. Whether you want to promote your business, hype a creative idea, or share human interest stories, we want to help you make it a podcast. Go to Weberized.com or... Go to, uh, you can contact us at 
Weberized at gmail.com or give us a call at 402-452-6171. We want to help you make a podcast. Come see us. That's just what I did. I came and saw you. I did. I made no appointment whatsoever. I just walked down. Yeah, you just kind of showed up. Yeah, it was weird because you almost hit me with your car. Uh, I gave you fair warning. Well, like three seconds. <laughs> You're like texting me, check behind you, and then your car <laughs> tapped my calves. <laughs> I survived. I cannot help if you were off in your own little world, weren't paying attention. I was trying to figure out what door to come in. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's good advice. (laughs) When you do come see us, go to the very last door. Yeah. There are a lot of doors. We are on the, uh, the very, uh, Northwest end of the building and, uh, you should be able to find us. Yeah. Let us know. We'll, we'll guide you here. Let us Mm -hmm. know. You can text too, if you want. Go to our website, book a time. We'll tell you how to get here. Beautiful. Right. That was well said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's my, that's my first, that's my first, uh, like, a uh, uh, spoken promo. I think I got to come up with a, uh, like a script for that. <laughs> Isn't that, what it, well, it's kind of, a script. well, that's my first yeah. I've done it. Oh, here's my first advice to you. Yeah, is, Cause yeah, you're the master at this. I'm well, not the master at it, but yeah, you are you much better? You at this do it professionally. Well, yeah, I do, do, do it professionally. professionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to judge you professionally, but I will say maybe you should, maybe I should. We'll do that off air. <laughs> Just make the font bigger. First of all, so you can actually read. That's it. actually a very good idea. <laughs> Big, huge, thick cue cardboard. Cards. I need cue cards in the back. Cue cards. Yes. You know what else is my favorite thing about that podcast? What's that? Is it gives you kind of a peek into the personalities of the bands. Which, it does. Yeah. I mean, you can see that a little bit from the stage and through their music, but like hearing them speak and what stories they have to tell or like what they share, it was just kind of, it was really cool to listen to like, and getting the behind the scenes of that. It was. Yeah. We'll, we'll peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Sometimes that's the best way to find new music and all that stuff is you kind of connect with the musicians differently when you might like their music, but then you hear like, oh, they're, they're decent people too. Even better. I'll support them. Yeah. That's a good thing to have. I don't think that about my own band, though. (laughs) Not decent people. (laughs) But you've been in your band for how long? uh, Well, we are coming up on 20 years uh, that we started our band here. Depends on who you ask. It depends on who you ask. (laughs) Yep. You guys know. It's in the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Our bass player, who didn't join the band until three years after we started claims that this is not our 20th anniversary. <laughs> it's very upset about it. Aww. He may or may not be right, you <laughs> know, but we were technically a band before, before he was there. Who was your bass player before? That? So it started out as uh, Derek was our bass player. Oh really? I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. He learned like two songs <laughs> and then Paul played bass and we were, even though he played, plays guitar, he had to play bass. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we didn't have a bass player really. Necessity. So for our first probably 10 shows, at least we either had Derek on bass or Paul playing bass and we were a three piece. And then I convinced Keneally to join the band, even though he had no bass playing experience whatsoever. Oh. He just learned how to play. He did. Yeah. And I told him he's like, that's what he said to me. I was like, Hey man, you want to be in my band? We need, we need a bass player. And he said, I don't play bass. And I said, you're a good enough musician. You'll figure it out. Oh, so he, well, he, he was a musician. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he can play, he can play piano and he sings and all okay. that stuff. Like, I thought he just like, 
gave him the challenge. I've never, yeah, I've never played music before. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah. He never played music like before, thing. but he never played bass before. <laughs> and we uh, we always joke about that. Well, he's, he he turned into quite the bass player. He's really good. He is. Yeah. God. He doesn't think so. <laughs> That's because we keep him humble. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was so, so there's some discrepancy, but we are, we are actually recording some songs right now. We contemplated doing a release in 2020 for our 20th anniversary. Oh, we've got three songs that we're working on and not quite entirely sure what we'll do with them yet, but they're coming together. Yeah. Coming that's together. awesome. So should be, uh, it'd be an interesting 2020 at, at the very least. We'll, either release some singles or maybe do a it's a three song EP or something like that. So we don't have the content currently to do another full length album. And as uh, you'll hear in the Continental Drift podcast, a lot of people aren't doing albums anymore because it's just not productive. Right, right. It's not cost effective and it doesn't keep people. Who brought uh, that up? The a couple bands did. So a uh, tiny gentleman brought yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. In the Continental Drift podcast. Basil Mills also did a, uh, like a single release, like every two months they released, I think over the course of a year, they released right. four singles every two months or something like that. And it's a really good idea for the bands, I think. Oh, it just yeah. kind of keeps it fresh. I'll tell you what, my, from my being a fan of, of bands and stuff, like there was one band, uh musician here recently that just released her full album. And like, of course I had it on repeat for like multiple days and I haven't listened to it much lately, but then there's another band that I follow that has just been releasing tracks. And the difference is like, I'm repeat repeating the tracks and now I'm like anxious for when's the, when's the next one coming? Right. Yeah. And it was just such an old paradigm with bands that, you know, every two years you released an album. So you'd record the album, release it, and then take two years to come up with new material and record it again. Mm -hmm. And it's just not how the music industry works anymore. Really? Mm -hmm. It'd be one thing if you had a bunch of money and you know, they had you on retainer and you could just sit down and all you did was record and try stuff out and come up with an album. But that, that's that was your job. Yeah. If that was your job, if you're a big band, mm -hmm. but for regional bands and even, you know, smaller touring bands and, and stuff, it's just not, they either got to be out playing to make money now or they have to record quickly in the studio to save money. Yeah. So because it's interesting. Money, the the money is really made in the, in, in the live in performances the, now. Yeah. The touring. Yep. That's where the money is made. Yep. The touring and the, and the merch is why we never make any money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because, not in for the money. Because you give all your merch away. Well, it's that catch 22 <laughs> of, do I have too many shirts <laughs> or do I just give them away? Give them away. Yeah. I'll give you a shirt. Just relax. Right? You. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how many times I actually hinted that. It wasn't a hint. You told me what size you wanted. <laughs> so what are we I don't know your, your studio. I want to talk about your studio here mm. for a second. Okay. So I've never been in a grander professional podcasting studio. It sounds awesome in here. It looks great. You guys have been to a podcasting studio, one of the more famous ones mm -hmm. by the comic book band uh, in, yes, in New Jersey, right? We went to, uh, yeah, we went to a shared podcasting, uh, a shared universe podcasting studio. And um, which, uh, what city was it in, in New Jersey? I keep wanting to say Red Bank, but it's not in Red Bank. Oh, geez. 
I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh. It's in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's in the area of where Kevin Smith and his clan live. Yeah. It's in that area. So, so, so you guys built your podcasting studio. Mm-hmm. What it's, it's awesome. What <laughs> thank you inspiration, like what was theirs like? I oh, said, likes. So, I said so many times, like so many times there. I'm, I apologize. Well, like it's kind of like this. <laughs> yeah. Like. It sounded like a Valley girl <laughs> for a second. Okay. What uh, was their podcasting studio like? Oh, their podcasting studio was a, was amazing because, you know, they, you know, they did, they deal in memorabilia, you know, because so, you know, they're, they're directly connected with uh, Jane Salabaugh's secret stash. Their setup is awesome because they have taken all these everything they collected through their um, other business, the uh, secret stash, um, which is a comic book store and uh, Jay and silent Bob's secret stash. So it's related with Kevin Smith, all the memorabilia they've collected and stuff that they've got signed is on the walls and just surrounding you. So it's like the Mecca for nerddom (laughs) because you can just everywhere you look, there's just a different thing. That's like, oh man, that's cool. Or remember when that happened on the show? Oh yeah, I saw when he signed that. And the, like Thor's hammer is like right behind my head. That's cool too. So it was a neat experience. I thought the same thing when I walked in here. I was like, that mm-hmm. is a door. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. I don't know how you guys did that. It's got a hinge and everything. So when we were dreaming about this place, like the thought was, yes, we need a wall that's just for nerd stuff. Cause we have a, nice home collection of nerdy things. <laughs> but if we do that, I think we're going to keep it to the office area. Not, not necessarily in the studio. We want the studio. I, at least I think the studio should be neutral. This, this recording room nice is and clean. dedicated to the podcast. The only thing not I would like to room. add is a logo or something in front of the door so that people can take selfies and it'll be like in the background. Hey, there you go. You know, that's all. Cause I mean, this is when you sit down and you put the headphones on and you kind of adjust your posture to the mic, like it's a whole different feeling and you can feel it in your brain that you're about to, you have something to say and you're about to speak it into a microphone. So like, that's an exciting sort of moment I think for people and like totally selfie worthy <laughs> is what I'm getting at. <laughs> oh, it was getting real deep there. I thought like we were going existential for a second. A little bit. And then I was yeah. like, make sure you take and, a selfie. And then, then you were like, selfie. <laughs> <laughs> the epitome of existential. That's where we're at. Yeah. I love it. Do you guys have lighting plans in here? Are you going to do something? We have a lamp. I see the lamp there. <laughs> I actually, love lamp. <laughs> we have a, I actually have an idea that I may want to try. And uh, there we have one, uh, a lighting outlet at the, yeah, in, in the ceiling. I may make it a like track lighting where I have spots on all four spots. We have, it's, it's a, it's primary. The setup in here is a uh, four guest setup and I want to have spots on each guest. I want just to accent on those spots and not around and, and not to the rest of the room. It, it'll look kind of, I don't know. Gotcha. I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. Well, you're better at I I think picture this like the best beer pong table you've ever seen, Mm -hmm. but with microphones around it. There you go. And a lack of beer. (laughs) Distinct lack of beer. Uh, Well, (laughs) that's phase two. That's phase two. Yeah, I know. You were talking about kegs earlier and stuff and your neighbors got worried. They got very worried. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I said that a little too loudly and our neighbor just happened to be be walking near her door. 
took a quick peek back at us, gave us, gave us a really weird look <laughs> and yeah. continued on with it. Was that the law firm? No, that I don't okay. know what they do. That's good. I'm not sure what they do. <laughs> yeah, that would be that. Yeah, that might be an issue, right? <laughs> so I think the moral of this entire podcast is that you guys know what you're doing, and you should come down to Weberized Podcasting for all your podcasting needs. Like I said before, I may live in Minneapolis, which is a stone's throw away from Omaha, but they are the only people that I podcast with. It's a proven fact that they will come to a park at a picnic table and podcast for you. If that's the idea that you have. <laughs> and that was the idea that I had and they made it happen. So thank you. Weberized podcasting. I'm Taylor Stein. I'm out of here. I got to see if this door is locked. Don't drop that mic, please. No, I won't drop the mic. <laughs> Could you ask for a better endorsement? I don't Pro- think you can. I, mm, you, maybe from someone other than me. But it's Taylor. What are you talking about? It's Taylor Stein, everybody. Taylor, Taylor Stein. Frickin' Stein. You. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love that guy. Anyway. He, he's cool. Yeah, he is. Guys, I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> Very much locked in here with you. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, Taylor, calm down. We'll let you out when we're ready. Where's the light switch? You have other <laughs> stuff to say. We have other promos to make. You're not going anywhere. You have an idea. You have a story. You have something to say. Whether you want to promote your business, hype a creative idea, or share human interest stories, we want to help you make it a podcast.